Hurry into Chemist Warehouse and celebrate footy finals with their footy finals half price vitamin sale. Stock up on all your favourite vitamins today. Be quick and September 24. I was reading an article before, got producer Luke here as well. Uh, the news.com.au have done this great Aussie debate survey of more than 50,000 Aussies and asked all these questions about, like, how much do you consider enough to be considered rich? Like, how much, what, what kind of wage would you consider to be for someone who's wealthy? Right. How much money would you need to quit your job? Uh, and the, <laughs> I was really interested by the one about productivity. So it, it said that apparently 22.4% people don't think that they're productive at work. That's a big chunk, isn't it? One in four. Hugely. Well, if we're going to look at our own team. Yeah. One in three. What do you mean? One in three is productive. (laughs) The other two, you're just, you're here for two hours. Okay, so you oh, think... Here oh, here we go, yeah, mate, mate. here's the thing, Luke. We brought this article here's, to this here's break. A, here's I the thing, did, Luke. myself. Hey, 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 I'm on your side here, Annabelle. Here's the thing, Luke. What you've done is you've mm-hmm. just... Um, what's a great sporting team? Okay, the Brisbane Broncos of the year Thank 2000. You. What yep. you've done is you've walked into that side the yep. last couple of months. So we built this juggernaut from the ground up, and I would say we've earned the right to be slack asses that achieve nothing. Except mm-hmm. we were from the beginning. Hey? We were pretty slack. Bullshit. We carried everyone last year. We oh, had we no help. We did come in earlier, actually. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and and now you don't. Now we don't. Now you don't because I do all the work. Because the load has no, no, been evened. Because we created the juggernaut, and the juggernaut <laughs> just rolls on with less work now. That's all you, it is. You drive the juggernaut, yeah. and it's an automatic vehicle. It's yeah. not manual. Yeah. yeah, the bus driver. And we gas it. We fill the fuel of the juggernaut. Exactly. I was just going to take tomorrow off then. Why don't you take Thursday, Friday off? Yeah. We don't need you. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. you already are. Yeah, I will. Where are you going? I'm going to Brisbane. I'm going to a wedding. Oh, that's right. I, um, Sounds like 22% productivity, if you ask me. <laughs> well, so i got a question about the wedding, actually, because because I'm flying to Brisbane. Yeah. Well, as opposed to rowing, dickhead. Well, do, yes. I, do, I, do, I, do I have to get a present for the yeah, wedding? Yeah, get it there. Of course you do. Well, I, but I'm like, I've spent money to get matter. there. Everyone spends money to get there, of course. No, you. they and don't. This, they all live in Brisbane. Everybody else lives cash, in Brisbane. Bro. Every, everyone loves everyone cash. Everyone else at the wedding lives yes. in Brisbane. Yes, everyone else going to the You're wedding lives in Brisbane. I'm the only one flying. Still got to get them something. Man, I've flown to the Hunter Valley for a wedding of late, to Sydney, to Melbourne. I've given cash every single time. Okay, so this is the other thing that has been annoying. Annoying me, right? So, because like, if you're in a couple, Mm. what's the like? If you were going to put money into the wishing well, what's the expected amount? Hundred dollars per person. So Alex and I, we usually give two fifty as a couple, but I, my standard, I'd say is a hundred dollars per person. Because I've been in situations, I've Mm. been in situations where we've just bought the one card because I think cards are stupid, so we only just buy the one card to save on that. But I've I've thrown in money um, with a couple. A couple has put in a hundred bucks. I've also put in a hundred bucks. I think that's unfair. Yeah, you know they were being stinge. I actually think is that it's like uh, you know sometimes if you go to Cotton On, if you get two sh- t-shirts, it's cheaper than one because mm. you're single and no one loves you. You should pay more than a couple. <laughs> no, so a couple I think I should get a compensation. No, no, you should pay one fifty. I get a concession. Yeah, you're at one hundred and fifty dollars. Can we rewind as well? You said yes. you think cards are stupid. Just letting you know, cards on a wedding are extremely important. I don't hold on to things. I held on to my wedding card. Don't you have a guest book that people can write in? No, because I didn't have a real wedding. I had like a family small one. So people, yeah. 
Cards are so and they're, they're No, wedding. they're not. I love cards. I think they're personable. Oh, As yeah. a woman, just letting you know, we do like them. So don't That's not send a card. That's what the book's for, though. No, because then they don't know where the cash comes from. You say, hey, it's me, yo, here's a hunch. That's the only reason to get a card is to have a vessel for the cash. Do they have but a... Vessel. Do they have a um, register? Uh, no. I don't think so. Did they ask... What did they say about gifts on the card? Actually, I can't remember. Because they the often they'll say like, "Here, wishing well," or "Donate to this," or whatever. If I get married, I'm just doing it at the, the courthouse. I'm not. Getting I don't married. want any of this. I just need yeah. a witness, two witnesses, one witness. I don't know how I it works. That's too. pretty much what we did, by the way. No, you didn't. You had a wedding no, we day. No, we didn't. It was small. There was a celebrant and our two families. That's well, because I got married in COVID times. So that's a, that's a wedding, numbskull. It's just a small wedding. I'm saying I literally want to go to the courthouse. Me. Yeah. Abby. The person that does the courthouse weddings and one witness. That's all. I think you need two. I don't know if you'll get that one past her. <laughs> I think you need two because you need two people to sign the. the I'll be devastated box. if you don't invite it's me. It's not you because you'd make a big song and dance of it. It would be someone that doesn't care. Like me. Yeah, probably. It would, it, it would probably <laughs> if be you someone like Luke. one third yeah. of this team, yeah. I quit. No, but it's not about, because it's not an event, right? I want someone there that isn't going to make a deal of it. I want someone well, there. I won't, I promise. I don't believe you. You know what I mean? You make a deal. You tell uh, someone how beautiful they are, and all of a sudden we go to get 400 wedding photos at the courthouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she'll look hot. E- exactly. So it's I, my job. I want someone that doesn't care. I've got experience as well. I, I was a witness on, someone, yeah. on, on my best mate's wedding. I, I need someone that is dead inside, emotionally yeah. inept. I love and, that we're painting this figurative picture that's never going to happen for you anyway. I don't think it's a high chance. Really? Yeah. The courthouse wedding, yeah. No, not with her family. Well, yeah, they listen to podcasts. Do they? Yep. Hello, Trudy. (laughs) Trudy deserves a big wedding. She has had her daughter away from her for years. She said to herself. No, but she's had her daughter's been away for years. They deserve the wedding day. They're seeing her at Christmas. It's not enough. Well, it's heaps. They're doing the uh, Fitzroy Island Christmas Day. They're going to do Townsville for five days. I don't know what they're going to do in Townsville for five days. Um, and <laughs> Well, no, no, like compare it to Cairns activity-wise. The wedding's not about you. This is what you all need to learn. It's not about the groom. It's not about the bride, even though people think it is. It's actually about the parents. Uh, and see, that's 100% of the reason why I'm never going to have one, because my parents are that. awful at I'll that. I dispute it. Stuff the parents. Now, my parents paid for it, so I was like, you can have whatever you want. That's a good point. My mum made a big deal about my high school and my university graduation, and that is the reason why I will never have a wedding, because I'm not inviting you. did you graduate from uni? I didn't know you went to uni. Well, I did a radio course. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Well, you did an afters course, didn't you? No, I didn't do after. I did the equivalent in Melbourne, because afters is in Sydney. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah I, did, I did something similar in Melbourne. I feel bad for people that went and did radio courses and paid money to... Well, it was weird. Well, I did it was journalism just... and I'm here, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, way more expensive. The radio course was just kind of like a year-long long networking function, a very expensive networking function. Yeah. That's all it was. It's a circle jerk. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Um, like so your wedding will be. <laughs> on the sh- Well, it won't be a circle. It'll be a triangle. There'll be three people there. Um, I'm excited to be a part of it. <laughs> you want to be part of the triangle jerk? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the show today. It was uh, a huge moment on the show. Oh, yeah. We had a special. We do we tell them what the moment was or do they have to listen to the podcast? No, to stuff the them. They have to find out by listening. It had to do with Wombat the Steer. Yeah. Because there's a thing called, ladies and gentlemen, TSL, time spent listening. No and we cares. don't want you pricks to only listen for a minute. That was you so need to boring. <laughs> I don't think it matters on uh, the podcast. One listen is one listen on the podcast. Yeah. 
I think it's. I think I they think do, but I think the people that have the ability to hire and fire us do listen and look into more than that. Listen for thirty seconds, and that's all we care about. Right. Well, oh. I think so. I think so. Oh, well, anyway. bye. Nice, and they've nice already done you. that. So yeah. what doesn't matter what's coming up then? You okay. can listen, yeah. but it doesn't matter if you do. What is our average time spent listening on our podcast? Is that on like the website? I think this is an off-air conversation. This is so boring. <laughs> what, so what, curious, What's though? the website? Listener? Yeah. Oh, I've got our, I've got our average TSL. Okay, I don't want to know. Enjoy the podcast <laughs> and talk to you soon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Perfect ten. The perfect ten. Just as true as they were way back when. I don't know. He's a billionaire. Well, actually, I was um, thinking about stealing it. My finger was on the floor of the boat with blood everywhere. They said, you may not walk again. He thought I was Deborah Mailman. Now, if you missed it last week, the perfect 10 was found. Queensland's greatest story to date. Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 10. AB gave it a 10 out of 10. It was about Ricky's adult party on his massive deck on his house that was spotted by his neighbours. So simple, yet so effective. Rush Hour QLD if you'd like to hear that on the Listener app. However, can we top it? I mean, that story at this stage is perfect. Yes, can we find something perfecter? So 11 out of 10? Yeah, I mean, 12, 13. Let's take it away with a new story, Trout in Your Poon. Tell us yours. I've been a fisherman skipper for like 25 years. My skipper, he decides that we're going to move our, our fishing thing from Yapoon to Cairns, which is 1,000 k's by road, a lot longer by boat, and uh, boat uses a lot of fuel. So we're going to fish our way up the coast. We weren't catching many like reef fish at the time. Uh, so we switched to mackerel, just absolutely smashed it. We did like 1,200 kilos in a day. Uh, sold all them and it's like yay fishermen party lots of money go to the pub just get absolutely smashed and we've never stayed at this place before so it was on uh, it was like a fisherman's co-op on the Mackay River I can't remember what it's called anyways we get back in the middle of the night and they've locked it up right so we can't get back to the boat I'm gonna I'm gonna swim and the skipper's like you idiot how about you just park up here at the gate and uh, we'll go and get you a swag and, and you can sleep outside. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really cool with this. It's like dodgy as hell neighbourhood. So anyways, they, they nick off to go and get me my swag. So they climb up over this fence and it's got these like uh, wrought iron bars or like spikes on the top, which are really old and rusty and sharp and terrible. Mm. So as soon as they nick off, I climb up over the fence as soon as they're out of sight. Of course. And I slip and I get stuck. Right, so I got this sharp thing just behind me ball bag, <laughs> impaled. They come back and they sort of try and lift me off, but they kind of couldn't. So they sort of ripped me off and threw me on the ground oh. from about ten feet. So basically opened me up. So I called a cab. I raced myself to the um, Mackay hospital, whatever that's called. The doctor finally comes in and he goes, oh, look, we've got a student nurse here. I hope you don't mind if she comes in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. It doesn't worry me. So, yeah, it's literally her first day. And he says, um, like, can you grab his junk and lift it up out of the way so I can get in there and stitch him up? So she's lifted it up and she's bright red, you know, poor girl. And that's how Trouter made a C word out of himself. Mate, did did can I just say yeah. Trout got filleted on a fence. That's good. 
Most definitely. That's okay. the most way of putting it. Uh, yuck. Trout, we're going to move across to the judges' table. Now, this is where we must score your tail out of 10. I know, and I was debuted last week. What? Because someone else got there before you? Yeah. Oh, no, I get that. We're going up now anyway. You can get 11 out of 10. True. Oh, AB. <sighs> there was a lot to it. Mm. Self-inflicted, you're an idiot but I respect mm. it. That is a nine for me. Nine. Trout. Yes, mate. It's, it's lovely to have you on the rush hour. Thank you. At times listening to that, I felt like I was having a conversation with AB and that there was 17 different directions and I didn't really know where it was going. Ouch. I don't like to do this, but I also need to be honest... It's a two. Two. It's a two out of ten for me. I mean, the pain sounds like it's a twelve. The the way it was told, oh, mate, I got an attention span of a gnat. I got lost. I did. I got lost, Trout. Oh, dude. Trout. Cautious tale for people trying to climb fences. True. I was picturing you like a pig at a book tree, book tree the way you were, oh, you were oh, hung don't, up don't, at one don't, stage. Don't, don't. Yes, anyway. Trout, thanks for being part of the rush hour, brother. Have a great afternoon. No worries, mate. I've got hundreds of them. I'll call back. Please do. <laughs> if you think you have Queensland's greatest ever story, one triple three five three. Can I be a hundred percent honest? Trout's now gone. He's hung up. I was leaning towards a one. I mean, I don't know how it's you gave so that a nine. It's so hard to keep you entertained. You were you, were you I'm there the whole time? I'm different to you. I'm attentive. You are not attentive. <laughs> you are self-diagnosed ADHD. You're such a liar. If you think you have yeah, Queensland's really greatest ever story, one triple three five three. You're with A.B. and Elliot on what is about to be a monumental day. Uh, monumental is, is what occurred, all thanks to all of you, uh, maybe a month or so ago now, a magical moment on this show. Spoken a long time about it. I'd always wanted a steer. I look at a steer as, you know, an animal that obviously doesn't have its downstairs bit anymore, so you don't call it a bull, but just there's something fierce about steer ownership, and, and we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, with the help of our friends uh, that listen to the Rush Hour, we managed to put together $12. And with $12, we found something beautiful in Serena. i got a deal for Elliot. Mm. When you say show steer, yeah. are you wanting to show it and are you wanting to be successful? I just want to own one, with horns preferably. Good. I've got Wombat. You got a what? I've got Wombat, our two-year-old steer. Had a really tough start to life and we had to take him away from his mum. Uh, we created an on-farm position for him. For $12, Triple M can own him. <laughs> so that's Adam there who, who looks after Wombat for us mm. in Serena. He houses Wombat. We've been umming and ahhing for the longest time since then. And if it's the people's steer, right? Everyone that listens to the rush hour from the Darling Downs to Far North Queensland, everyone in between owns Wombat. How can we find a way that all of you can have a little bit of Wombat? That's right, Elliot. We're going to give a bit of Wombat to every Queenslander. Mm. And no, before people from Peter call us, we're not going to kill Wombat and make him into beef. That's never happening. No. We refuse to ever. Like, he will have the best possible life until he goes to pasture. Cryogenically frozen like Walt Disney. No. Here at the rush hour, Mm. we give a shit. We give Wombat shit to Queensland. You could have your hands, probably not physical hands, maybe some gloves I'd recommend or a a shovel, on some of Wombat's actual poo. Yep. 
It could be yours right now. One triple three five three is the number if you want some. Here's what we're doing. We have an endless supply, as you can imagine, of wombat manure. Every day. I didn't realize how much it was. Told by Adam, whenever he's put a little bit of wombat manure on a lemon tree that struggled or whatever it might be, it does seem to grow quicker. It's just, it's like a Disney story. Yeah. Now, the steer that was too ugly to compete in competitions mm. has magical poo. So, so here's the thing. There's some naysayers, right? Because when we took this to a couple of the bosses here at Team Triple N, they said no one's going to want wombat's poo. No one's going to – that's disgusting. How do you ship manure? I, I don't care about that side of it because producer Luke's job. But yeah, what, he's going to have to what get I do his hands pretty dirty. Is on 13353 – Someone out there today will be the first owner of wombat poo, wombat manure, and you can put it on whatever in your garden. I don't suggest it's worth sitting there in the Tupperware container as a collector's item. I I would suggest put it to good use. I don't think they age that well, old manure. Although maybe it will be a piece mm. of history someday. Mm. Well, even you got a house plant, get yep. a little teaspoon yep. of it. Well, See what happens. What's the worst thing? One triple three five three. Today, for everyone that can get through next, you all get a little piece of history. And a big piece of wombat, because I've seen what he can produce. Wowee. For a little steer, there's a lot of poo. When he has Indian food, it's particularly, oh. you know. One triple three. Not beef masala, because then he'd be eating his brother's. One, one triple three it's five three. A he little piece of history. Food. He's vegetarian, okay? A little piece of history. <laughs> Could be yours. Just Luke is furiously taking calls outside, but AB, I believe you have the very first person that got through. Yeah, well, the phones have lit up yep. a lot. A lit, lit up. Sure. A lot of people want to get their hands yeah. on Wombat's doo-doo. And the first person to get through this afternoon, heading to Mackay, Megan, congratulations. What are you going to do with the poo? Oh, well, now I know it's a piece of history, I should save it. But I was planning on putting it on my tomatoes. Megan, have you got uh, kids or pets or anything like that? I've got dogs. My okay. kids are all grown up. Okay, but uh, you'd say this is probably a more special moment than when you had any of your kids? <laughs> Oh, it's pretty, you know, it's getting pretty close, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I've got wombat poo. Mm. The, the very first batch. The first batch, batch this the, is the freshest one. Off the press. Since we owned him, it's the first poo he's done. Well, that's not no, true. That's, no, he's we've pooed had that it for time. three yeah, weeks. True. he's so. not that backed up. <laughs> that's one hell of a bag full, isn't Laxative. it? <laughs> Well, congratulations, Megan. We've got to keep rolling, but you are, I mean, this can't be taken away from you. You you were number one, the first ever holder. Well done. A piece of history. Thank you very much. A large piece. Good on you, Megan. Um, All right, we're going to go to Robin in Gladstone. Robin, wombat, manure, that that would help you big time. You want to be part of history as well? It really would. What are you chucking it on? Uh, I've got a couple of fruit trees and my veggie garden. Robin, you sound like a bit of an expert when it comes to growing stuff. How beneficial is manure of the cow kind when it comes to fruit trees? Uh, very good, mm-hmm. yes. Well, especially, okay. as we said before, Robin, this manure, we're told, we're told by Adam and Serena that whenever you put wombat poo on anything, he, he's got lemons the size of his head. Turns to gold. At the moment. Yeah. Uh, all right, who are we going to next? We're heading to Bundy. Debbie, what do you want the poo for? Um, I'm going to put it on my rose bushes. Oh. Ooh, are you a bit of a well-known rose grower? Because it's a serious business. No, I'm just an amateur. Okay. All right. This uh, could take you to the next level, just an FYI, Debbie. Are you, are you excited to be part of the Wombat family, Debbie? Because that's what it feels like. Everyone that gets a bit of poo, I feel like we're all related somehow. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. can't wait to be part of it. <laughs> Have you found him on Instagram yet, Wombat the Steer? 
No, but as soon as I get off the phone, I'm going to. Smart And tag woman. him in a photo Smart of those woman. roses, Debbie. On your Debbie. We'll go back to Mackay now. Tony on one triple three five three. You're going to have some wombat poo. Congratulations, mate. What are you going to do with it? Oh no, I don't really want any. I'm just telling you how you can market it a bit better. You, right. can, okay. you can dry it. You can dry it out. We've got mozzie season coming, and you throw it on the fire when you're having a barbie. And mate, wombat poo. You know it's going to keep all the mozzies away. No bullshit. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tony, yeah. does it smell horrendous? Obviously it does. Oh, it's got an odour, but Wombat's a bit of a character, so I'm sure we'll all get behind him. I, I, well, maybe maybe we won't get behind him and get in front of him. i got this first <laughs> little batch here that's heading out to, to Megan in Mackay once, you know, we clear all the important things. Wombat's poo, Tony, it doesn't... It... <laughs> It, it it smells of you know rich mahogany and 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 all sorts of wonderful oh. things. It smells. Well, he's got a great diet, obviously. It smells like the Beckham perfume. Yeah, it's just going to be the best thing for a Barbie to keep the mozzies away, don't yeah. you reckon? Oh, unbelievable. I'm scared to try that, but it is a good idea. We'll get Tony on the books because he knows what he's doing. Wombat the steer. He's on our business manager for the poo. If you missed out today, and I believe about forty or fifty calls at the moment, Luke's still taking in the background there on one triple three five three. It's not like this is one and done, baby. This is as long as Wombat. Poos will be giving this away. So we just keep hoping Daily. it doesn't get backed up. Doesn't it's need an a lot operation. Of Absolutely. We can quit this show. Wombat the Steer on Instagram. Join the family there. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Now with our next guest, uh, I want to do things a little bit differently. AB, you know how much I love an intro and you know how much I love to sing the praises of people in the hope that they like me. Um, our guest today, though, I want to do the opposite. So I'm going to bring in Luke Jensen. Now, he's a co-owner of Meat Cellar, a wonderful butchery in the Toowoomba region. And what I want from you, Luke, because we are celebrating, tell us what you guys are, are the official winner, owner of as of recently. Well, AB, we are more than <laughs> happy to announce that we are the current owners of the world's best bacon. World's oh. best bacon. You guys have been voted the best cuts of bacon in the entire planet. World. How did, how did this come about? Well, they, they, we got an entry form from the World's Chituri, um Awards, and yep. we thought, well, no, let's enter. Like, what have we got to lose? And at the end of the day, it ended up paying off, so... We're just over the moon. We sent it off to London and everybody loved it from the comments. So we're really over the moon. Luke, can you tell us about this recipe of bacon? Because obviously you're not just chucking it. I mean, do you put olive oil on it or what? what's the no, deal? What, what, were the, what were the ingredients that made it happen? The ingredients, really simple ingredients, salt, water, honey, and a few other little trade secrets. But that's really about it. And then we just cook it in our smoke ovens for 12 to 18 hours and that's it. Look, I'm I'm an idiot, so please paint this picture a little bit clearer for me. Yeah. I had a mate, and he's not a mate anymore for obvious reasons. Oh, wow. He, he was a big pranky person, and he would send raw cuts of meat in the mail, so we'd open it you know, a week oh, later, God. it would stink and whatever. That's a biohazard. How in the hell do you send bacon to England and it not be horrendous? I don't understand how that works. So you've got to send it in the cryovac package so they take all the air out of it. Um, oh. Then we just put it in a styrofoam box with ice packs. And, like, it was there in 36 hours. Wow. Wow. Luke, it doesn't take long to get things overseas anymore. What was the go with the ones that came close to winning? What sort of ingredients did they use? Oh, wouldn't have a clue. Who cares? They were, they we, yeah. were, we were the only ones in the category that got in, in, the, in the baking category. Yeah to get a gold reward. Everyone else only got a silver. 
Um, and they were from England, Spain. I think there was a few from Italy there. Um, yeah, so we were just chuffed and I don't really care what they put in there. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so, Luke, um, oh, here's what I would do. I'm an asshole, right? So if I owned yeah. a meat seller in Toowoomba and I had the best bacon in the world, I would probably quadruple the price of it knowing that I have that title. <laughs> hey, are you going to smash the prices way up now to make your bacon unaffordable? Or Not at all. I'll actually, someone else has already asked me that. I yeah. said, no, we just got to try and figure it out a way to get it all the way around Australia so that everyone can try it. Yes. Oh, yes. In all of the supermarkets. Online bacon. Yeah, online bacon. We've got an online shop. Um, currently we only deliver to southeast Queensland, but we're trying to get some distributor to help us out and take it nationwide. Could this make us the bacon capital of the world? 100%. I reckon. Why not? Why couldn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, It'd well, have to, wouldn't it? Yeah, surely. Me- it would be criminal not to. <laughs> Meatseller.com.au. Yeah. If you are in that southeast corner, you can grab some of the bacon, the eggs and dairy there, the ham, the lamb, the chicken, yeah. the deli stuff. I just can't beef. believe it. I put maple syrup on bacon sometimes yeah. to try and make it a bit bougie. Yeah. Honey yeah. was the solution all along. Honey is the solution. <sighs> yep. Well, I'm being an actual professional. Uh, Luke (laughs) Jensen, the co-owner there at Meat Cell in Toowoomba. What a huge honour for you guys. Congratulations on all the hard work and and the title as well. That is awesome, mate. We appreciate your time on the Rush Hour. No problem. Thanks, guys. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I would like to cancel the Mexican wave. TikTok. Hiking is done. People that go into caves. I don't want to sound like an old man, but live in the moment. It's disgusting. You're an idiot. It's time for Elliot to discredit and disown anything that brings people joy. Now, as Officer hates joy, I I don't actually enjoy my job. I know that I'm doing a service and cancelling things that are dumb. Um, it's one of those, like we said last week, you know, someone out there's got to be the parking uh, ticket person. Someone out there's got to be the complaints guy at the bank. I have to do this role. I have to squash things. You don't, but I do. if you need that to feel important, by all means. Now, uh, first, before I start today, I want to say this is not a knock on any of our farmers or fruit pickers or anything like that. You're doing a wonderful job. However, I wish you'd stop farming and... Picking a couple of these things. So today, the <laughs> I wish fun your police, business would cease to exist. No, the, the fun police. I wish we could pay you out millions of dollars so you stop. The fun police are going after any melons that aren't water, and by that I mean, in particular, the rock melon variety and the honeydew. Let's be honest. Everyone loves a watermelon. Whether you're having an afternoon sitting on the hill at the cricket and a Bundaberg 2020 competition, I know a lot of people turn watermelons into watermelon juice. But there's nothing better too. You know, a sunny afternoon, you're sitting in Edmonton, it's it's January 14th, it's stinking hot up there in far north Queensland, and you whip out that beautiful cold watermelon and you smash it. Best thing about watermelon, seeds and all. doesn't matter, mm. you just destroy it. We used to eat it in the pool yeah. and spit the seeds over the edge. The issue we have with the melon world, and, and this is the best analogy I can come up with, there's a band out there uh, I, I assume you've heard of called Destiny's Child, right? They sing a song called Say My Name, and there's three members of Destiny's Child. There's Beyonce, the world's biggest pop star, and then you know who else is there? Me neither, because no one gives two you-know-whats <laughs> about Williams. them. Williams. Couldn't give a rat. I actually don't remember the... Oh, Kelly Rowland. Honeydew and Rockmelon are Michelle and Kelly of Destiny's Child. They don't matter. They shouldn't exist. And really, what's the point of them? Rockmelon, oh, but it's a sweet treat. It's actually bitter. Honeydew melon tries to be a sweet treat, and it just tastes off. I don't understand 
There are some people in my life that'll eat rock melon first thing in the morning and last thing they go, they pray to the church, rock melons out there. I think it's the most criminally overrated fruit on the planet. This is awkward because for the first time in farm police history, there is no defence. I agree with you. Rock melon sucks. It sucks as well for rock melon because watermelon punch is so high. Like, how are you ever going to get there? It's an elite fruit. Again, if watermelon is a human being, it is a hot hunk of you know what. Who's an attractive man? Ryan Reynolds. Okay, it's Ryan Reynolds. And unfortunately, Rock Melon is who's an unattractive man. Myself. Uh, Honeydew Melon is Zach Galfinakis, the funny guy that no one really knows whether they like or not. So I am going to cancel those fruit. And while we're here, because I, I was assuming you'd agree on both of them, I'm going to go whack again and... I don't care how unpopular this makes me because 95% of our audience will disagree. I'm just putting it out there. Mangoes are overrated too. Mangoes get are, out mangoes are in the line of the fun police. She's They're stringy get and gross and disgusting. Don't get me started on mango juice. I haven't read the Constitution yeah. of late. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a criminal offence you just committed. I think you can this get kicked out This is corruption in the yeah. fun police yeah. ranks. People pretend to like mangoes to fit in in Queensland. No one actually enjoys them. It's just my opinion. As a fun police, it doesn't I come dream fact. about mangoes in the lead up to mango season. Yeah, but you're you're one of those people. You just jump on a bandwagon. That's who you are. A political From birth? shift, a cultural From shift, birth? and now you pretend to like mangoes all no, your life. You've lost me. Get out. Get out. The other day, Elliot, for a new scent. I've got this one that I really love called Flower Bomb by Victor and Wolf, but it's $130 for a small bottle. I need to be a little bit more economical. Yep. And I stumbled upon something very interesting that they've just introduced to the market Pheromone Perfume Spray. Now, there's a bunch of brands that do this. For people who don't realize, who don't know what pheromones are, it's the chemical compounds released by animals to elicit specific responses mm. and reactions from other animals. In layman's terms, it's the scent that animals give off in order to show their potential suitors that they're ready to mate. Right. And humans also release pheromones as well. It's said to be the ultimate way to attract someone to you. I don't need to do that. I'm married and boring and don't need to pick up anymore. However, it is intriguing because... Obviously, there's some scents that attract people immediately. For me, it's not pheromones. It's the smell of bleach. Hang on. So you're saying if your husband, Alex, is in a room that he just deep cleaned with bleach, you're more... You're ready to... Yep. You want to... He wouldn't even need to ask me. Clothes would be off immediately, if not sooner. A clean bathroom, smelling of bleach. If I go into a public toilet or bathroom at a restaurant or something smells like bleach, immediate comfort. So you're in the... No, I'm sorry, Five sorry. Com- comfort is very different to what you're saying. It's a smell that gets you going. Yeah, Two different things. So you're saying in public toilets that have recently been clean, when you smell bleach... I you, know that things you're are You're in good the there. mood. No, sorry, don't backtrack. You just said the it smell of bleach me. gets you going. I want to know what's a yeah. smell that gets you going. It on won't be one as weird as bleach. Okay, what's yours then? Not bleach. I mean, outside of perfume. No, okay, there was one time where, where where Abby was mowing, and it's not the act of mowing that obviously I'm not one of those Freshly old school. Freshly cut grass? Yeah, it is. It's, it's the offcuts. So walking past her as she did that and smelling the offcuts... <laughs> Mild arousal, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so clean bathroom by Alex, yeah. mild off cuts, cuts of grass yeah. by Abby. What uh, gets you going in terms of sense, Queensland? You won't get one. One triple three five. Now three. that I'm thinking out loud, you won't get one because I don't think we're wired right. 
Probably not, no. no. But I reckon there's other people out there that... What? Like a small smell trigger will get them what? off. What? Mustard makes me horny. Like new car smell. Getting in a, on it, you're going on a date with a guy, new car smell. Immediately he goes up and books, yeah. even if he's lied about what he looks like. Right. He's a totally different bloke to the picture. Okay. He's got a new car smell. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, right. We'll try it. One triple three five three. Call now. Rocky, no lead. What is a smell that gets you going? Uh, scent of a hard working man. Like a radio announcer? <laughs> a little bit harder working than that, or? Definitely harder working than that. It's got to have the sweat and the dirt and everything, but, yeah, mix in the cigarette or alcohol. Yeah, that's been smoking Mom, and drinking on the job. Good. Uh, what, what kind of profession <laughs> are, are, are you talking while we're here? Uh, well, my husband's a boilermaker by trade. Right. Before him was an electrician. So, yeah. Okay, she's got like proper tradies. Right. Do they have to be alcoholic smoking trades? No, no, no. I vomit at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, it's just, yeah, it's just got to be the hardworking scent. Okay, Nolene, I do agree with you, but at the same time I draw the line on B.O., are you, do, oh you, yeah, it can't be the bo smell. It's got to be the, like the like hard like your fresh cut lawn. Yeah, okay. it's got to be that smell of hard work. Not not that not that women would ever confuse us, Nolene, But just to paint a picture here to make sure I got it right, you you love a man that smells like he's been working all day and you know he's been stuck under floorboards and and sweating away and grimy. But you yep. don't want bo attached to that. You just want him to smell like work. Yep, no B.O., okay. no no smoking, no okay. alcohol, okay. undertones. Yeah, it's not hard that, working. It's yeah. not that big of an ask, Elliot. Yeah. She simply wants a hard worker who applied yeah. his Lynx Africa repetitively throughout the day. Hey, I've gone back to Lynx Africa, by the way. I've regressed. It's so it's much cheaper brand. than the Anyone rest of them. Anyone that gives a hate, honestly, oh. we don't care. You, you know, people always Just make fun of... Just put a bit of bleach in it. When you buy Dad the Lynx Africa stuff for Christmas to set, people make fun of I would love that. You know the, the jewel kit where it's the spray and the body wash as well. That's my holy grail. Oh, right, noted. That is all I want from you. Good on you, uh, Nolene, by the way. Your your husband sounds like a lucky man, I think. It's not hard for him. <laughs> she dismissed radio announcer as hard worker too, which is frustrating. I work four hours a day. Frustrating, but fair. You're not sweating enough, that's all. You sit in the air con on a chair. Concerning thing is I am sweating, which is really sad. Yeah, that's a genetic issue. Oh, that's a weight issue, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. You know, yesterday I came to you, AB, and, and had issue, I had my workout yesterday morning and I felt myself, I quit mentally, and I was just I was angry at myself all yesterday. I went to bed at 7.20 last night because I was cranky. But you had a good workout today, didn't you? Yeah, so I worked out really well today, felt a lot better, and then after that uh, I've been doing like a massage slash almost like a mini yoga relaxing session. It's beautiful. It's just to strengthen my joints and give myself better range of motion with my trainer. Yeah. Looking what? after myself. You do yoga? Well, it's, it's sort of a uh, yoga hybrid, I suppose. Yeah. I've tried to drag you along to Pilates for months I don't and want... you won't go. And no. that's less woo-woo than yoga. Yeah, but I don't want to go with you. We, we hang out so much at work, mate. You know what I mean? We don't have to talk. Yeah, but it's being in the same room. I assume you're going to talk at some stage. Anyway, I, I, I don't think I want to do anything in that activity world anymore because I don't enjoy doing yoga or whatever it was in public, and I've realised why. When your body... By the way, I didn't know what this music was, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm in a Disney movie. It's like Fantasia. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> when you do the yoga, and I suppose when, it's good, oh, when it's, you do it's it properly. It's a real ups and downs, yeah. When you do it properly, your whole body relaxes, right? You feel perfect in that moment. You yeah, feel light as a feather. You feel like you are a Disney character. Um, so today when my trainer Brett was stretching me, when he was doing stretches, for, you know what I mean. Okay, so you don't really yoga yourself. You get yogurt. I get yogurt, yeah. I get bent over in yogurt. Um, When I was getting bent over today, and I felt it coming and there's nothing I could do about it, farted. And loud, quite obvious what it was. It couldn't have been a slip of the foot or anything similar than that. And can I just shout out to my trainer? Didn't say a word. Didn't make a weird thing out of it. They know what? They know that no. it can happen. It can elicit that response. Do you think it's a regular thing? Mate, do people this fart happened at to me today at Pilates. Oh, you did a fart. So I'm in that like period of the month where yeah. a bit gassy. Right. And yeah, I me had a too. coffee right before, which was probably not smart. It's a bad choice. But yeah, went to do like a bend the legs out and lift them up. Yep. I knew it was coming, right. so I prepared... And I dropped the like head block onto the ground simultaneously. It was really smart. Oh, Beautifully done. You used to try it in school. I can never time it properly. You know, like I'd just smack the desk. Yeah, and like try I was fart. about to fart. Yeah. Have the block. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I would always do this, and this would be my issue now. I'd go. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I never worked it out. Where it drops and the fart is longer than it, like. <laughs> I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Fart gear will always be funny. Like many other Queenslanders this week, and in a lot of cases over this last year, I found myself in a very, very stressful, traumatic place mm. yesterday. The Ticketek Lounge. Waiting online, hoping to secure tickets to something. And... While I was successful, I was able to get tickets to the preliminary final, Broncos v. Waz. Very excited. I know a lot of people missed out. And I would like to put it out there to the NRL, to Pink, to Taylor Swift, to any of the concerts and artists that are coming and touring around our great state. Let's take it back to the old days, to the better days, if you will. The better days of what? Manual ticket purchasing. I know. Call me crazy if you will. But all it takes is one experience in the Ticketek Lounge or Ticketmaster's equivalent to realise that it's a BS system. It doesn't matter how long you've been waiting, how loyal you've been. It's completely random and anyone can get tickets. Bring back the days where your favourite artist was coming. Mm. In my case, it was the Backstreet Boys in 1997 or 8. Mm. My parents dropped me off at the Ticketek office about 6am. It opened at 8. My friends and I, we had a little sleeping bag. We sat outside Ticketek waiting till it opened to be the first to purchase the tickets. And they sold out really quickly. There were people way, like way, way, way behind us in the line. And it got to like one person, sorry, that's it. They're all gone. Those, that was the real test of loyalty. If you wanted a ticket, you would physically get out You'd meet other fans. It was a great experience. I think they got to bring it back. None of this online crap where good fans who are loyal miss out. No, sorry. Bullshit. If you're a loyal fan of a club, you pay for the cheapest membership possible and you get the early window. Well, that is what I did. But there are members that missed out as well. Well, that's because they were too late to How jump on. How do you on. get a membership to Pink sorry. or Taylor Swift or Paul McCartney? We well, okay. That one I can't answer. But but for a footy or cricket or whatever game, whoever you're a member of, you get a day early than everyone else. Correct. And I did do so that, you like shouldn't I said. Miss out if you I remember. got tickets, right. but... 
for everybody else and for everything else. Yeah. Manual ticket line. I love it. Bring it back. Honestly, it was a personable thing. Everybody got really excited. Some people would do overnights. Gee, I remember Blink-182 came to Australia. 2003, I think it was. Yeah. People were camped outside mm. Ticket Take office. Mm. We've lost our sense of personal touch, Queensland. Bring back the Ticket Tech line. I love it. That's I'm a here for it. Idea. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse and celebrate footy finals with their footy finals half price vitamin sale. Stock up on all your favourite vitamins today. Be quick and September 24.